are listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, and welcome to the works of Wendell, where we discuss the works of Wendell Berry, an American poet, essayist, novelist, and farmer. This is the third episode that I will be discussing Berry's essay, Why I Am Not Going to Buy a Computer. Without further ado, I'm going to jump into these letters that were written to him, and then I'm going to read the specific response that Berry wrote to these people. Nathaniel Borenstein writes, I enjoyed reading Barry's declaration of intent never to buy a personal computer in the same way that I enjoy reading about the belief systems of unfamiliar tribal cultures. I tried to imagine a tool that would meet Barry's criteria for superiority to his old manuscript writer. The clear winner is a quill pen. It is cheaper, smaller, more energy efficient, human powered, easily repaired, and non-disruptive of existing relationships. Barry also requires that this tool must be clearly and demonstrably better than the one it replaces. But surely we all recognize by now that better is in the mind of the beholder. I have no particular desire to see Barry use a word processor. If he doesn't like computers, that's fine with me. However, I do object to his portrayal of this reluctance as a moral virtue. Many of us have found that computers can be an invaluable tool in the fight to protect our environment. In addition to helping me write, my personal computer gives me access to -to up-to-the-minute reports of the workings of the EPA and nuclear industry. I participate in electronic bulletin boards on which environmental activists discuss strategy and warn each other about urgent legislative issues. Perhaps Barry feels that the Sierra Club should eschew modern printing technology, which is highly wasteful of energy, in favor of having its members hand copy the club's magazines and other mailings each month. Bradley Johnson writes, Barry asked how he could write consciously against the rape of nature if in the act of writing on a computer he was implicated in the rape. I find it ironic that a writer who sees the underlying connectedness of things would allow his diatribe against computers to be published in a magazine that also carries ads for the National Rural Electric Cooperative Association, Marlboro, Phillips Petroleum, McDonnell Douglas, and yes, even Smith Corona. If Barry rests comfortably at night, he must be using sleeping pills. Barry responds to these essays and says, In his letter, Bradley Johnson rushes past the possibility of sense in what I said in my essay by implying that I am or ought to be a fanatic, that I am a person of this century and am implicated in many practices that I regret is fully acknowledged at the beginning of my essay. I did not say that I propose to end forthwith all my involvement in harmful technology, for I do not know how to do that. I said merely that I want to limit such involvement, and to a certain extent I do know how to do that. If some technology does damage to the world, as two of the above letters seem to agree that it does, then why is it not reasonable, and indeed moral, to try and limit one's use of technology? Of course, I think I am right to do this. I would not think so, obviously, if I agreed with Nathaniel Borenstein that better is in the mind of the beholder. But if he truly believes this, I do not see why he bothers with his personal computer's up-to-the-minute reports on the workings of the EPA and nuclear industry, or why he wishes to be warned about urgent legislative issues. According to his system, the better, in a bureaucratic, industrial, or legislative mind, is as good as the better in his. His mind, apparently, is being subverted by an objective standard of some sort, and he had better look out. Again, these letters and Barry's response are all part of his essay entitled Why I Am Not Going to Buy a Computer. You've been listening to the works of Wendell. I'm Lauren Scott on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.